Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details people into their power conference whatever it is and what's going to be really interesting with this is because of that who has ends up having more cachet in whatever this process ends up being is it the top 12 teams in the country is it a bid is it a selection process how that whole part of this shakes out uh, you know what the most interesting thing to me is hmm. one of the conversations that we've had around super conferences is mm-hmm. they're trying to break off from the mid-tier Division one college football teams. Certainly. Like they they don't listen, Memphis, you're great. We don't need Conference USA. We don't need the there Sun needs to be Belt. A, a we don't 40 need team super conference. That's exactly right. So the most interesting thing interesting thing to me is if you give yourself enough runway, can you just make it twelve power five teams? Twelve super conference teams, twelve whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Because the Big Ten, as constituted right now, I mean, they could put in six teams that would make it very, very interesting to watch. I mean, you saw Penn State eke out a win yesterday. Uh, yeah, But they have, in the last few years, they've won the Big Ten, right? Mm-hmm. Ohio State uh, is is a write-in for the college football playoff, even at four teams. But last year, finally lost to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. How great would it be to see Wisconsin you know, have a crack mm-hmm. at playing in one of those big games? We've seen Michigan State be in there. So you, you have all of these teams that have an option. Oh, yeah, by the way, they just added USC. Anybody want to see USC finally get into a co- college playoff situation? Oh, they're talking with Oregon. Anybody want to see them in there? Oh, yeah. Notre Dame's been in the college football playoff. So all of those teams right there, if they constituted four of the 12 that'd be fantastic and now you have these bubble up teams whether it's oklahoma state or baylor or tcu it feels like there's a team left in the big 12 that probably has a right to go and play in 12 team playoff maybe one spot two spots but what happens as soon as you start carving out a spot for boise state and cincinnati and ucf it it becomes diluted pretty quickly at least in my but mind. In, here's the, my counterpoint to that is you now have you can go to eight automatic bids sure and then the, the other four can be your whatever yep. one-off teams can be your ucfs your baylors your your boise states your whoever it is yeah. cincinnati that comes up because in the past tcus we've had so much of this in the past where why isn't this team getting a shot why isn't this team getting a shot there's 12 teams now yep the, that team will should absolutely positively unequivocally get that shot well I, I don't disagree with that but if you're put yourself in the shoes of one of these power brokers mm-hmm. you're 
I don't know, uh, you know, whoever at the top of one of these universities. Mm -hmm. So it's not Nick Saban, whoever the the university Provost, president, Chancellor, yeah, president, yeah, president, yeah, whatever. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're these guys, and you're looking at it right now. You're going, all right, we are in a monumental shift in college football. We've already eliminated the NCAA. We're now getting these super conferences. We're getting a bigger piece of the pie. Now you have all this money sitting there, and going, why do we have to share it with those guys? I mean, I. I as a viewer, yeah, 100%. It'd be great to see Boise State have that shot and mm -hmm. get that one out of 100 chance. And the, the one time that they win, it'll be fantastic. Well, and that's but, the thing is that draw alone, I think, will be worth it to to the, the TV negotiators and the rise negotiators. But, but I feel like there are teams like that that already exist in the Power Five. You know, if Oregon State got a shot at a college football playoff because there was 12 teams. Take a look at like a, a 2000 Oregon State team. But that's, this is what I'm yeah. saying. But would, would that be like, so you're telling me that there's four teams that normally don't have a chance. Mm -hmm. Do they all have to be from the the Mountain West? Do they no. all have to be from, that's what I'm saying. There's but now a, they, they, they sh there should be an opportunity for those is what I'm saying. Yeah. With 12 teams, we should not be like, well, we're splitting hairs. They're just not, they're the fifth, but really are they the yeah. sixth or the fourth? No. Because if you if you went to six, you were still going to get that. If you went to eight, you probably weren't going to get that. You go to ten, you definitely weren't going to get it. Yeah. Twelve, there is zero excuse. Bare minimum, there should be two at large bids. Yeah. For it'll it'll the be others. It'll be interesting to see because they're they're moving closer and closer to what is one of the great sports institutions in the world, which is the NCAA college basketball tournament. Right, that's the thing where it's everybody has a shot, and that's the argument people make uh, for it. For you know, giving Cincinnati a shot, that game was boring, mm. and it was it was just one of those things where it was David against Goliath, except for Goliath had the slingshot, yes, and David was already pinned to the ground, being tapped on on the forehead yeah. when the when the fight started. So you can watch that so many times, but that you can only add so many games to a college football season. Like if you, if you, if you get into the NCAA tournament and you have to play six games to get through it in basketball, it, there's a little bit more wear and tear on you, but yeah, you, you but, cannot stack in eight more football games. You're never yeah. going to be able to expand out to a 32 team college football playoff. It's just, it's, it's, going to kill these guys. I mean, it, it, it really would. But if you put in these teams that are just a pushover every year, and yes, one out of 100, they win the, the Fiesta Bowl with Boise State. I know it was amazing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for a national championship, and, and we know what happens in some of these college bowl games where you have a team going, yeah, we should win this, but we should be playing in that game. Mm -hmm. And then they got upset. Auburn losing to UCF reeks of that. Well, we we deserve a better shot than this. Sure. And then you overlook a team. If you're playing for the college football playoff, I think it's less likely that that happens. Mm -hmm. So what is the best product you can get out there with just limited games that gives 12 teams a legit shot at winning college a college football championship? I don't know if there are 12 teams that have a chance. Like right now, look at the landscape. How many teams do you think have a chance of winning a, a college football playoff right now? By adding those additional games, I think it does bump it up from four to probably seven. Yeah, but okay. But right now with, with the whole season left to play, mm -hmm. right? I, I guess West Virginia's out. <clears throat> so but, I'd say seven or eight teams could, could legitimately okay. do it. If you're talking about a 12-team play playoff because you're adding those additional rounds, yes, certainly. But, but even even so, how many teams have a chance to get into the 14 playoff this year? So that same seven and eight, yeah, right? Yeah, same seven and eight. Yeah. So that's what I mean is is the, the teams that have a chance at winning the college football championship haven't really changed by expanding the playoff. No, but I think you're allowing for more volatility, which the NFL is very good for because yep. it's a one and done. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what they'll try to capitalize on because there are New Year's six bowl games that aren't 
you know, a part of the college football playoff that yep. they end up being the best games played. And I think those opportunities, they're trying to roll those games and those teams that are very good yeah. into that scenario because now you can capitalize on that momentum. Because I think what, what the NCAA has done so far has been good, but it's the delay between the semifinal and the final yeah. is it's too much. Like the the between the end of the regular season yep. into bowl season, it just but by doing this, their their momentum carries. And I think you can carry your better bigger and better storylines. Oh, totally. Through this, even if they even if they can't compete for a title, that one in a hundred that does, yeah, will live on for infamy, and they'll be able to milk that for a thousand years. Like well, that's that, just how it'll go. That well, and and the funny thing is, it's not even the one in a hundred to win the championship mm-hmm. because you have to win three games mm-hmm. to make it into a championship, right? So the way the twelve was set up, and again, we don't have a ton of details on this, but if you're just joining the program, it was announced that uh, Pete Thamel had it on Twitter that the college football playoff meeting, they've decided that they're going to go to 12 teams. So this is now in writing. We're going to have it. Uh, probably like 26 at the latest. Yeah, probably sooner, but they're saying 2026 uh, at the latest. So we will have a 12-team college football playoff. We don't have a ton of details on it, but this is obviously very exciting. The question is, what is that format going to be? Mm-hmm. So we'll take a quick break and we'll get back into that. But we had kind of the initial proposals. We'll keep an eye on it, see if any news comes out on it. But 12 teams, it sounds like you're going to have four teams with a bye, and you're probably going to have some matchups. So what does that actually look like for those the teams that you get? in what does their path look like to win a college football championship because that part again i don't think is, is any easier no. you have to win a game and knock off a juggernaut every once and win in a while some money and would be great yeah. yeah and you're schooled to make more money and all of those things but we will uh, continue to discuss this breaking news college football playoff expansion is happening it's going to 12 uh you're listening to a luke and danny edition of danny and dusty on 1080 the fan why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. College Kickoff Week with Denny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. Welcome back in. Luke Anderson filling in for Dusty Hera. Dusty is uh, down uh, scouting out uh, post-game party locations right now for tomorrow's Ducks. Bulldogs game, uh, so we'll talk to him at uh, one thirty. See what's going on down in the ATL. He said he uh, he had a good time last night at the, at the uh, Braves game, and he has a story to tell us. Excellent. Okay, so stories stories from the Braves game. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. They, they just keep building new stadiums in Atlanta too. So I want to get I want to get the Great dirt on stadiums. that. Stadiums. That's the thing is like they have done a fantastic job because they, they couldn't get anybody in to go to a Braves game back in the day. Now yeah. that place is packed. I mean they're good, but also yeah. that stadium is. Rad. Yeah. Well, they what what it was a Turner Field that they had for ever. What? Well, but they had it for in between when they won the World Series, like twenty some years, and then they, as soon as they got rid of it, they went back and won the World Series. But they never actually played a World Series game in that stadium. Weirdly enough, no. yeah, yeah, just super super bizarre. But anyway, so we'll get uh, tales from uh, Dusty's travels. But we are in the middle of talking about some breaking news. So if you're just joining us or uh, just waking up, uh, it's twelve twenty. What are you doing sleeping so long? Uh, the Playoff football expansion is real. So the board has met and they agreed. They had a unanimous vote uh, and they're going to move to a 12-team field for the college football playoff. So this... We uh, have more notes now. Well, yes. More more has come out. Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic says the 12-team CFP format will be one that is initially proposed by the four-person working group will contain the six highest-ranked conference champions, yep. six at-larges. Yeah, so, again, this goes back to the question that I brought up in the first thing. Who are those six conferences? Because <laughs> right now we have conference realignment going yeah. on. And so who ends up actually being those six conferences Conferences is very interesting. But right now, even, even before conference realignment, who are those six conferences? SEC, mm-hmm. ACC, Big Ten, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12. Who's the... This, this is my question for you. So thank you for getting me more information. That's fantastic. The Pac-12 currently consists of 10 schools trying to get out of what's left of the Pac-12. The Big 12 right now is trying to figure out if it's still worth bringing on the teams that they're bringing on when they're losing their two best schools. So those two conferences right there, I'm confident that everybody is recruiting right now. Clemson and Florida State, Miami, maybe somebody else, Pitt. I don't know. Notre Dame. Well, but Notre Dame oh, is no, not you, Notre Dame yeah. is not in a conference. That's what I'm saying. As far as so as currently constituted, tell me what the hell that means. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it's weird. So it's, can we? Can we who, who said this, uh, this? This is Nicole Auerbach. She also says. Can, this, can you reply and go? Which six conferences? And then yeah, say, I know there's not enough characters. No, in no, Twitter I can, I, I can, I can kind of lay it out. Yeah, but she also says I have. Uh, my source also says that they would like to see the 12 team. CFP implemented as soon as possible. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. But you said what's so complicated about it? But this is this is where I, my my point is like just figure it out. So that's that's the point. That that's my, my my what's so complicated is there's nothing here that can't be solved. Well, this according to Dennis Dodd, a 12 team playoff has been valued at 1.2 billion dollars annually. <laughs> That is up from the current $600 million the college football playoff is earning from ESPN. So the motivation to get there is right there. They are basically doubling the value of the college football playoff by doubling or by, by adding eight more teams to it. So $1.2 billion is up for grabs if they can figure this out sooner than later. So remember I said figure it out? Yeah, but, no, I'm with you. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. 1.2 billion reasons to figure it well, out. Well, but but here's the good thing about that too is anybody in limbo about trying to evaluate what is happening with conference realignment. Like right college football is is just it's very much up in the air. This was the biggest off-season conversation that we had is what's going on as soon as USC and UCLA decided that they were leaving for the Big 10, all of our heads collectively exploded and go, "What's going to happen?" It feels to me very much like the next step, and I don't even know if this is a conversation. This is just in my head. I think what college football needs to do is just go, hey, universities, we love you. Can you just let us create our own league? Stop tying our gymnastics team. I mean, team. We're, we're, we're getting there with football. It's That's happening. what I'm saying. But stop tying the gymnastics team to, to where we play football. And the idea that UCLA is going, like, we've all seen those travel schedules. What does this mean for the uh, co-ed badminton team for for UCLA if they go to the Big Ten? Do you know how much travel those guys are going to have to do just to hit their shuttlecocks? Nobody cares. No. Can we just... All agree that college football is worth far too much money. It's too valuable to any of the member institutions. Just, you're already going to break away from the NCAA. Can we just stop with this, pretending that all of the other sports are dependent on it? Keep the Pac-12 intact. Play all of your other sports. Play all of your Olympic sports. Play basketball. Do all of that thing. The conferences are work just fine for basketball. Can we just have college football go... Let's get the best 12 teams. Everybody should reset their schedules after every season because that's the other thing that drives me absolutely crazy is right now we're in the middle of conference realignment and like just smattered in there. It's like, oh, did you hear 2035? Oregon's going to play whoever. In the yeah, that, that, that's, that far out scheduling stuff is absolute nonsense to the point of so much that yeah. college football does. We are at a point. We've just expanded the playoff. We've just started in the conference realignment. Can we just stop and go, all right, We've got $1.2 billion. Who's in to play for it? Raise your hand. Let's go. Let's figure out how to line it up so schedules make some sort of sense and just go take, all right, Oregon State, you had a lovely year last year. You went seven and five, right? You had a very, very good year. Here's your schedule based on how well you did. We tried to make it where it's a reasonable uh, travel schedule. You're playing these six teams west of the Mississippi that are in your bubble that played well enough to do it. There's your schedule for this year. If you win those, you get in the tournament. And you get you get three games where you play across the country and you're playing those. 
you're telling it would be me, interesting if they started structuring things almost like the NBA and the NFL, where you like why not? Where you have these pods and and controlled travel and trying yeah. to here's your here's your six put everybody games, on yeah. the same kind of playing field, even if you're playing again in the NFL. Obviously, you have your, your rotating based on your season before record, and then you get you have your division games. You have all that, but yeah, yep. you could very easily do that in college football. Just create these these little divisions based on expectancy. I, well, I, but but have your but like it. Keep your keep your rivalry games right. Oregon always plays Oregon State. State, Oregon, uh, Oregon State always plays Washington State and Washington, whatever. There's your pod. There's your three games you play every single year. Now, based on how good you are, Boise State just went, you know, uh, 10 and ten and 2 last year, and they had a great season. Oregon State, you were 7 and 5. You played a little bit harder schedule. Guess what? You get to play Boise State this year. Whoever wins that, you move on, whatever. There's not enough time between, what is it, Jan- the first Monday in January or the, the second Monday in January that they play the championship game and this week zero that you couldn't figure out the schedules. What else are they using those college football stadiums for? Yeah, they're not exactly using them for, conf- or for concerts. This is what I'm saying. Also, why aren't we using them for concerts? We should, but right, like how how rad would a concert be at Autzen? Uh, it would be awesome. They didn't. What? They didn't even do the track and field there. Yeah, what, why like are they, we not? They have Hayward Field. They just had. Did they Autzen take any part in any of the uh, world the world track, track stuff? And field? I don't think so. Well, I mean, they, it's, just, it's sitting right. There. It, it is, but they did design that place. It, no, no, but this is Hayward this is what I'm saying yeah. though. It's and like that is kind of weird. I I'd be mad. But Autzen's sitting right there. It's like you can't go out and like. Give the hammer throwers like a, you know, check it down. Like, no, this is for football. This is for that. So we know, like, if it's not concerts and it's not we're hosting the world for track and field, we've got a 60,000 seat stadium that we can watch people huck the discus. Which, sure. Sure. Whatever you want to use it for. But exactly. The college football stadium is the least universally, like, appreciated venue. It's just used for one thing. Come on. Can we create some sort? There's got to be some guy. And I don't know if this is true. You actually may know the answer to this. I, I heard this trivia question. It's always stuck in my head, and I don't know if it's true or not because it's never been validated. I heard that uh, there was one guy, one guy that does the NBA schedule. So that, that actually was true was up true. until okay. four or five years ago. But yes, for like I want to say 26 or 27 years, he <laughs> did it by hand. Just one dude. One dude by hand. Just he sat, sat down and, for like a month and, doing this. And his job is to go, all right, well, we know that Portland is hosting the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. We know that Disney and Ice is going to be in Seattle, then, San Antonio then Portland, has the then Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, all of those things. Like, mm-hmm. all of the things. Uh, here's all the teams that have hockey teams. Here's all the mm-hmm. things that have this. Alicia Keys is going to be playing on yep. this night at Moda Center. And we've got all of that. You're telling me. So if that guy's ousted now, uh, now they, I need to they know do, they do everything. Yeah, I think he's still a part of it, but they do everything digitally now. Sure. Um, but then they try to, and this is like a part of their their whole push for for safety and sleep and rest and all those yeah. kind of things is minimize travel, minimize back to backs, minimize yeah. uh, uh, road trips, minimize short road trips, uh, minimize time zone changes, all of those things. So like minimize uh, and maximize road yeah, trips. Exactly, one hundred percent. So, but. Being able to do that in college football should be something that's very easy because you you have these facilities that aren't being used for literally anything else. Yes. So the this is what I want to see is just just college football go. All right. Everybody wants to give us a ton of money. One point two billion dollars for the playoff. That doesn't even get into the money that's coming in for these conference realignment yes. television deals that they're going to have. It's going to become right? silly money here eventually. 
Eventually. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking like on par with the NFL type money. It's going to Each get there. Each school is going to get $100 million it's in bonkers. the next. That's what I'm saying. It's already, it's already silly. So just figure out a way where we can go, all right, college football is its own thing. It's its own entity. Put somebody in charge of college football. Let everybody else deal with the Olympic sports and basketball and do that breakaway. Then come up with just a just a clever way of going, all right, how do we get the most fairness in scheduling? We, we sit here in the Pac-12 and we rip our hair out when it gets to, to week nine of the college football season. How is, it, how is this fair that Alabama's playing the Citadel and we have to play against Arizona State? Because your conference decided to play nine conference games and theirs didn't. There's never been universal yeah. universal scheduling. It's always been unbalanced. So just put somebody in charge of the whole stupid thing, and then you then you'd have at least some semblance of consistency throughout. Yeah. Uh, Brett McMurphy just tweeted this out, and this I think this is really good and kind of go, goes back to the point of like framing the the twelve team. Yeah. He said if the twelve team playoff would have this is how it would have looked uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, your twelfth seed would have been Pitt at number five, uh, Georgia. Okay. Uh, 11, Utah at number six, Notre Dame. Okay. Number 10, Michigan State at number seven, Ohio State. Ooh. Number nine, Oklahoma State versus number eight, Ole Miss. And then your four bye candidates would have been Bama, Michigan, Cincinnati, Baylor. Yep. Who would have played. Bama would have played the winner of Ole Miss, Oklahoma State. Michigan would have played the winner of a Big Ten matchup in Ohio State, Michigan State. So you would have had that matchup again. Cincinnati versus either Notre Dame or Utah. And Baylor versus Georgia or Pitt. And now is this just straight top twelve? So no, this is this, this is, is conference this is conference champion. So so again, so which which are the conference champions? I guess Cincinnati technically was a conference champion. So. Uh, Pittsburgh and Utah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Baylor, Michigan, Bama. Okay, right. so that that would have been your conference champions. So your at largest would have been Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State. My goodness, uh, yeah. as well as uh, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss. Yeah, that would have been your at at larges. How many SEC teams in there? Four. Uh, so you got Georgia, Ole Miss, Bama. Oh, just the three. Just three. Just the three. Okay. Which again, I think not too bad. I think not that would bad. be looking at this. This looks reasonable. Sure. It looks. You know, what's really funny about this is Notre Dame would absolutely positively be looking at this and going, "We're joining a conference," because they would have <laughs> they'd, they'd yeah. be an at large yeah. every single time and not get a buy. They'd be ineligible for a buy. Yeah. So. They would join a conference. So yeah. the Big Ten's leveraging the hell out of this going, uh, do you want to join a conference now? Seems like a decent idea. Seems like a decent idea. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk on this. I do want to get into uh, the the Georgia-Oregon matchup. I know we've talked about it ad nauseum, but a day before, uh, I think we, we – we have no choice. I could not be more excited for this football game. What a great way to start the season. Uh, breaking news, the conference, or I'm sorry, the committee uh, met and they have discussed and they have 100% agreed 12-team playoff by 2026 at the latest. More news is going to be flooding in all day. Uh, so right now, let's throw it over for more news on it and see what Jeff Rust has on it. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. Well, we come in with a very uh, very tight game plan today. Uh, you know, we're very focused. It's college football, it's college football, it's college football. And then college football somehow derails us. I mean, is it derailing? Well, I don't know. I'm Maybe. breaking news. It's big, big, big like breaking news. I feel like it's, it's college football being college football. Yeah, that's kind of what they do, but they're uh, just switching to a different track. Well, okay, yeah, go. okay. How about this? How about this? Let me let me. Re- I'm here for train let, analogy. Let what me reframe this. Wait, 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 where you got your boxcar going? <laughs> so, so the NFL, if they were going to make a monumental change to the playoff system, they would wait till right after the Super Bowl is over and people start to- stop talking about them. They would strategically release the information between the Super Bowl and the draft, so it would give people things to your, talk your about. New cycle, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're aware of that thing. Here's how you know there is no leadership in college football whatsoever: is they just kicked off their first week of college football. I mean, week zero is kind of weird. But it's kind of it eases you into it. Last night, you're getting top 25 matchups. Mm-hmm. You're getting the backyard brawl. Your two USC quarterbacks going at each other Absolutely. in their new uniforms, having a good old time. And then tomorrow is the first Saturday of college football. And then they release the news that they're expanding the playoff to 12 teams. Right in the middle of that, they literally stepped on their own. Like they own this weekend. They already own but this they, weekend. They, they own yesterday. They own today. They own tomorrow. They own Sunday. They did it today. So you the know, one Sunday of the year they take from the NFL, and they couldn't even release their news at the right time. College football. Can somebody just take? Can we just? It's drunk. And they, they just—that's what it is. It's, it, college football right now is drunk. They're. They, Everyone is trying to get out in front of everyone else right now, whether it's the college football playoff or if it's the uh, conference realignment. Nothing is settled, so everybody's just... 
and let's call let's let, let let's call it, it what it is. It's a cash grab, and it's yes. everybody's looking. This is this is that game where you get in the machine in the little box, and they turn the fan on, they blow the money all over you, and it's how much you can grab. That's what this is right now. It is how much money can you grab right now before people realize what is going on. So you're telling me that college football right now is drunk bridesmaids fighting over the bouquet? Yes, like, 100%. Just, just punch each other. 100%. They kind of are, though, aren't they? Like, I mean, nobody's looking out for like the greater good of college football. Well, and right they now. just look terrible. Their skirts are flipped up over yeah. their heads, and you can see all their underwear, or the ones that aren't wearing underwear, and you know what's going on. Like, it's just, it's just pure desperation. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like if you guys just step back and go, "Hey, can we all work together?" And just figure this out. Like, listen, Stephanie, your boyfriend's going to propose to you anyways. It doesn't matter if you catch this thing. That's all artificial. Like, it's all just this posturing for, like, dude, at the end of the day, television is going to want to play your games, college football. But who gets in that list of college football and where that's what's distorting everything so much right now yes well but that's again that's why they look idiot like instead of just stepping back and just going hey if we took the top 60 teams in college football and just made a deal with the five six networks that want to broadcast us then college football would have some of the leverage right now the networks are are puppeteering all of this like if you don't think that fox had something to do with the southern california schools going with a conference they were already negotiating with yes. for rights ahead of the pac-12 being able to negotiate for their own rights which i have i have numerous bridges to vancouver to sell you if you did not yeah. believe that that was happening yeah no i mean 100 like i the, the conferences at the end of the day are probably going to be espn fox <laughs> nbc and cbs What's interesting now is what this does. Does this open up a loophole for YouTube? Does it open it up for Amazon? Amazon? Yep. Because that that's the big shoe to drop in all of this, whether it's college football, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA. There are multiple rights deals that are coming up in the next two, three years for massive packages. Yep. And they have only dabbled so far. You know what I would do if I were uh, in charge at Amazon, Facebook, if you're, YouTube, if you were, whatever? If you are baby Bezos? Sure. So what I would do is I would let this all, all the dust settle and I would go to all of those teams that end up outside of conferences and I would just go to them and I'd be like, listen, Amazon prints money. How much are they getting on their deals? I'm going to give you more money and let's see how long it takes us to be better at college football than they are. Which is what they're doing with their Thursday night NFL broadcast. Oh, sure. They, they debuted that yep. last week and it was tremendous sure first in class quality well they had a couple simulcasts that they've done in the last mm-hmm. couple of years and they've been great you push the button to choose what kind of commentary you want you want all of that but if they put together so the ncaa makes 99 percent of their money by holding the tournament for college basketball right mm-hmm. it's a it's a two billion dollar tournament or whatever it is and then they make like seven dollars a year on everything else right yeah. so that's how they that, make their that, money that adds up. so if you had if you had Amazon, they figure out the broadcasting, right? They get a, a handful of really good broadcast teams and then just go, hey, we have a winner all take winner take all college football prize and the winning school gets $500 million. And you're Alabama and you know you can win it every year, but you're locked up in all of these contracts and you're looking at all of the teams you left on the outside scrapping for that prize. Would you go and watch that? Because I certainly wouldn't. I don't care who the teams are. If you had SMU playing against, 
you know, Hawaii or whatever for a championship game and you knew what was on the line and it would change the trajectory of those programs for all time and just sit back and watch it, why not? So you're, you're so that's what you're telling me is you are very interested in watching college football playoff hunger games. That's what it is, right? I mean, it's it's single elimination. It already is, but but here's the thing is Do you right, want something that would change your life forever? Well, right now you have all of these these media companies mm. that I was gonna say television companies, but television's television yeah. but television's at a very much at a flux point as well, where they're looking at it and going, All right, well, we're transitioning, trying to figure out how this whole streaming works. I mean Hell, we're on radio right now. If, if we don't know that there's a transition coming, just with technology in the next 10 years, you think we're using the same equipment that we're using even today? We're literally not. Well, the second we get out of this building, we're going into another building where our equipment is different. Well, the sure, we but well, 25 years th- and that's a whole other thing is that they've already <laughs> t- torn out all the analog. I mean, we're, we're literally watching them tear out the analog yes, equipment that has lasted for 25 years. But what I'm saying, though, is in 10, all the digital equipment that's going into the new studio mm-hmm. is built in for upgrades. Oh, yeah. And they go, and here's where you plug in the new technology that they haven't invented yet. When it's invented, that we're going to do that. The broadcast towers, mm-hmm. all of that. I would not be surprised if that all goes by the wayside because all of these technology companies are being you know, bolstered by all of these media companies, but the, the non-traditional ones, the YouTubes, the Amazon, whatever. Google. Do yeah. I want to see that? Well, Google owns YouTube, YouTube but yeah. yeah. But if they wanted to come in and disrupt and play Hunger Games and go, mm-hmm. hey, you uh, television networks, ESPN, Fox, you guys are cute. We're playing a whole different set of rules. We have when you have more money than God, you can do that. Well, but they also have the technology. Yep, they have the 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 distribution uh, channels that are are unique. The digital, the unique. Digital platforms, yeah. Well, but I mean, if Amazon owned the game that you were watching mm-hmm. and is connected into what's going on, makes it somewhat interactive. Well, it's connected into your house with uh, Amazon yeah. Echo and Dot and Ring and every, the, the entire experience so that they have connectivity and technology that is, is above and beyond anything else that exists. Uh, who's going to be the best uh, wide receiver for USC this year? Jordan Addison. Okay. From so Pitt, yeah. Jordan Addison makes a one-handed catch to win the game in the final seconds, and it's it's remarkable. It makes Odell Beckham Jr.'s catch mm-hmm. look like weak sauce and it's at a, the most critical moment. It's Santonio Holmes in the back of the end zone, plus mm-hmm. Dwight Clark, all of those things. They win a national champion on the back of it. And as soon as you log off, uh, Amazon has an ad for that Jordan Addison Jersey, which now pays directly to the kid because they've worked through the NIL thing mm-hmm. and you get all of that. You buying it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like everything's it's so, so integrated. Yeah, yeah, that's what exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but they go and they take it and they decide that they want to play, as you called it, Hunger Games mm-hmm. against all of these networks. Yes, 100%. I'm in for that. Let's go. Make it crazy. The the, the sports money that's in there, the all of that, the the live betting lines. Because if you tell me that Amazon oh, and Google are planning on getting yeah. in that. Dude, it's all going to be integrated, and who's ahead of the the curve on that? They might be a little bit behind on broadcasting, but I, I, that's I the easiest think that, thing to I catch don't think up they on. Are. I think they are first in class right now. Yeah, well, again, I, that's, you, that's you, as of this year. But it, again, like they're like what they delivered on the broadcast yep. on Thursday night last week was incredible. Like yeah. the, the the picture clarity, the cameras, the oh, sure. the, the technology they were using yeah. during the show because it's all. Hilariously enough, Amazon is Amazon Web Services, so they use AWS yes, as the integration for the machine learning behind everything, like <laughs> all of that kind of stuff, which is super nerdy and super cool. But that's like their own product that they can integrate into the service. So, yeah, no, uh, the one thing that I do question about this is 
and this this is kind of the the old head in me is like, are we getting too far away from the game? No, you don't think so. No, no, because 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 if anything, you're getting closer to the game. the The amount of money and all of that that's that's built around it is is predicated on unscripted results. That's what the game really is at the end of the day. Like the if if somebody tries to sell you that football is you and me playing in the backyard when we're kids and doing all of that. It hasn't been that for 40 years. Yeah. I mean, the, the money that has come into the f- football and other sports our entire lives, what the, what we're really buying when we tune into college football is unscripted entertainment. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a television show that nobody knows the ending to until you get there. Other every, than Tim Donaghy. Oh, well, but even Tim Donaghy wasn't 100%. They, they, I what mean, were they saying? The Donaghy was 76.7%? Yeah, but... Which, th- my God, that's still... Those are... Yes, those are some dude, numbers, baby. Vegas was built on 51%. <laughs> like, it's crazy. We're, we're way over the clock. This whole thing is absolutely bananas. I want to get some of the thoughts that are coming in on the text line. So we'll do that. Next, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and take your thoughts. 503-250-1080. College football playoff is expanding to 12 teams. They say 2026 is the target date. That's really the last date available. The real target date is as soon as humanly possible because it's worth $1.2 billion to have a 12-team playoff. And uh, my guess is some of these institutions of higher learning would like to get their their hands on that capital. So uh, let's get your thoughts uh, next. It's a uh, Danny and Luke edition of Danny and Dusty on 1080 The Fan. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. All right, welcome back in. We are uh, hot and heavy talking college football. Uh, Not the college football we expected to be talking. Kind of uh, thrown off just as we were signing on the the Pac-12. The college football uh, playoff committee has agreed to go to 12. So the college football 12 as it were. So a 12 team college football playoff is coming uh, up as soon as 20. Well, as late as late as 2026 uh, efforting for as soon as possible. Danny, you've been keeping an eye on anything new that we haven't hit on yet as it runs across your uh, Twitter screen. Uh, No, it it does sound like they are going to be revisiting this while everybody's down in Dallas this week. Okay. So they're going to dig more into it. Ross Dellinger has it now. Commissioners will start the college football playoff discussions next week in Dallas, which is their first since their president's decision. Uh, They're also going to go over Brett Yormark's hire and the USC UCLA news. So uh, they are, they are expected to meet in Dallas and then again in Chicago at the end of September. Uh, The last note here is their press of time is expansion is to start in 2024. So it's right around the corner. I mean, re- realistically, that is yeah. that is quick. Like when we're talking, that's a year and a half. Yeah, uh, that's 
Well, it's this season, next season, and then they would play it in the 2024 season yep. would be the plan. So the first game would the first championship game would be 2025. Yep. But still, it is it's it's, it's right. Must have been going. In, you were a year yep. and a half away from going into that yep. season. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, but the crazy thing about it is, there's just it just feels like there's a lot to to settle. So I can't imagine how much bigger the conversation is around it. Um, but I wanted to kind of get. Uh, you know, just some of the thoughts on the text line because we've we've kind of you and I have been kind of talking about it through the whole thing. Uh, but one of the teams that comes up immediately is twelve team playoff. Think Oregon should stay in the Pac twelve, easier path to the playoff. So right now, if you're sitting in limbo, what's your thought? Like, what's your thought if you're the remaining teams in the Pac ten or the remaining teams in what's the, was the big 12 trying to keep the pack 10 up or pack 12 or pack 16 or whatever it ends up being alive but for for what to what end to it, an automatic bid yeah keeping that automatic bid alive giving yourself an easier path it's the same reason why notre dame should be looking to join a conference right now if you're if you're yeah but if that, there's at large bids they put in Notre Dame every year. But do you want to be a team that's relying on at-large, or do you want the automatic? And that's the thing. How many times has Notre Dame been in there? Three times already relying on an at-large bid in a four-team playoff? But also, what's Notre Dame's brand compared to literally the combination of the remaining Pac-10 teams? Oh, I I understand that with the Pac-10, but if you're Oregon and you go to the Big 12, or I'm sorry, the Big 10. Listen, if you you can get there. The Big 19. Yeah. If you can get there, it means more for you short-term and long-term in the, on the money scheme. Yeah. But if you do keep the Pac-10 alive or you restore it to the Pac-12 or you go Pac-16 or whatever it is, and you are the king of that castle, there's worse ways to live. Yeah, well, and so, so we, but here's, here's the, here's the real question though. So, okay, let's, so let's, let's, let's dive into this a little bit deeper. We talked about this before, uh, where it sounds like it'll be six conference champions. So I imagine it's the Power Five conferences plus the best record among the remaining conferences. That's only the only way I can guess. And then six at-large bids. Would you rather be an at-large bid in the Big Ten that's making $100 million a year and be rely on being either the conference champion or one of those at-large bids and actually have a chance at winning the thing or every year being in it as a Pac-12 champion but getting further and further away because you're only making $30 million a year as an institution and watch everybody in those major conferences just grow and grow and grow. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky. So I don't know the answer to it, obviously, um, but I think I think that's where it gets interesting. Feeding into the chaos of all this, we're getting some more information as this kind of un- unwinds. Yep. Much like the way the USC-UCLA story did when that first kind of broke. Uh, basically, this is something that, that they've wanted to do since since June of 2021. Yeah, they were, they were they were we had the whole format laid out and we, mm-hmm. we knew that they liked 12. The the you get the four first round games but we all thought and then it was four buys. Progress to it. It would yep. go 8 10 12 or something along those lines, not straight jump from 4 to 12. It, it was starting to sound like it would go to 12, but it was the the interesting part of that is it sounded like that was a way to prevent conference realignment, mm-hmm. but then what stopped it was the SEC going, we kind of like how it is right now, which led to the conference realignment, the Texas-Oklahoma jump, because they're like, well, if there's only these spots, we need to be in a bigger conference because there was no, there's no guaranteed spots in the four, right? So now we get conference, and they end up going back to the same plan. Which so. is kind of funny when you yeah. think about it. But, and this is kind of where what you're talking about happens, the line here, the shifting landscape of college sports appeared to change some opinions, and two weeks ago, the CFP Board of Managers held an unannounced call, little, little, little sneaky calls, 
where they discuss expansion of possibility of a 12-team playoff starting amid the structure of the current contract. That manifested itself Friday afternoon, a landmark day in the sport, and the cusp of a formal start of the college football season Saturday. It may take weeks or months to work on the possibility of playing a 12-team playoff in 2024 or 2025, while CFP officials have laid out the obstacles such a sudden move, venues, hotels, and television contracts. Weird. I feel like every single one of those things can be overcome yep. immediately. Yep. Money can loom as a powerful motivator for change. Shocking. How big is the pot? How much money you got to broadcast college football? And then how do we divide it up? Another but, but $1.2 billion. In this, but again, that, nobody's in charge. And that one point, and that's that's the thing that's what's going to happen. That's the. It's not conference realignment that's, that's going to be the big news that happens. It's going to be the next big thing that comes from college football isn't going to be a 12 team or, hey, the announcement of what year it is. It's going to be. Hey, we have come together. The in We've behind designed a leadership group for all of college, uh-huh. all of college and there, football. There's going to be a, a five man council with yep. a one man. There's going to be one that reigns above all. Ladies and gentlemen, the new president of college football, Danny Murray. The Grand Poobah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping we go for here. Is the yeah. Grand Poobah of college football, and they're going to give two just yep. giant middle fingers to the NCAA. Well, as they as they should, and and like I we said, we don't need you anymore. Yep. Goodbye. Yep. College football, college football breaks off from the. We know they're not student athletes anymore. Yeah, they're they're going to look at them and 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 they're going to laugh at Mark Emmert as they just you know it's 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 going to be the cruise line just kicking off the shore. Going, <laughs> no, no, you're staying here, buddy. See you later, bye. Bon voyage. All right, well, oh, because they got too greedy. Hopefully, we get the right uh, leadership in place. College football uh, has has managed this long. So how long have they been playing college football? 125 years. Yeah. And they've never had any real direction whatsoever. They've been making it up as they go the entire time. So here's the thing is no matter who they put in that leadership position, they can try to screw it up as much as they want. I don't think it's possible. College football as like, how do you guys decide your college, uh, college football championship? Well, we just let everybody play, and then we just kind of guess who we think is the best. They did that for most of the for time. most of the time. Well, we created this computer. What it does is it kind of takes some you know, weird metrics and like uh, what, some, really knows, what some sports information directors think, and then we throw that in, and then like some media people throw in what they think, and then we put in this algorithm and nobody runs it, and then we play a game. Well, that seems kind of neat. All right, how do you guys decide it now? Well, we just get a few people in a room, and they just kind of wing it. And Like, we've been winging it the whole time. Yeah. College football has never been better from a revenue standpoint, so I think they'll be okay, whatever is next. Structure so anybody, anybody worry about college football killing itself, that's all they've been trying to do f- from the beginning, and it's still here. All right, let's talk about a game. Georgia is playing against Oregon in Atlanta tomorrow. We're less than 24 hours from the game. One sleep. We will uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll discuss that next. This is Danny and Dusty. I am Luke. I know Dusty. We'll talk to him in a few minutes as well. Uh, this is 1080 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.